Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What's up, guys? Today we are talking about mind-muscle connection, things that you guys should be thinking about when you are doing your resistance training. Too many people just go through the motions and are missing out on a ton of progress that they should be seeing, great results that they should be seeing, but they're just not because they're not doing things the right way. So I offer a tip, um, some mental things you can think through in order to make your workouts give you more results, essentially. So I hope you enjoy that part of the episode. Other than that, don't forget about coaching at Pullman Fitness. We have a few different tiers right now. We have our standard coaching, custom coaching, and our premier coaching. So if you want to find someone um, that can walk you through a training routine, a nutrition protocol, and check in with you on a monthly or weekly basis, go ahead and go to PullmanFitness.com. It's going to be more cost effective than going to a personal trainer. We'll be able to get a bird's eye view of everything going on in your life, your health and your fitness, and um, help you reach your health and fitness goals. So go ahead to PullmanFitness.com and check that out fill out an application, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Other than that, enjoy the episode, guys. I love that y'all are here. I appreciate it. And don't forget to share the love. If you enjoy the episode or this podcast in general, share one of your favorite episodes on your Instagram story, send it to your friends, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, whatever it might be, spread the love. Love you guys. All right, guys, today I want to spend some time talking about something that is extremely underrated when it comes to training. And uh, it is something that I think a lot of people, I would say 90% of people that work out, uh, forget about, and it keeps them from reaching their full potential or the full potential of what their body can do to change. It basically, it keeps them from seeing the results that they should be seeing. And what that is, is having a proper connection with your body when you are training, having that mind-muscle connection. I would argue that most of the time, a lot of people just go through the motions and they're just focused on moving the weight from point A to point B, getting their reps done, and then moving on to the next set. And there really isn't much more thought to that. But the reality is training, resistance training, has, it's a lot more mental and intricate, intricate, blah. It's a lot more mental and intricate than you probably have ever thought. Um, let's just work through a quick example here. So say, Let's say a person has is doing a bent over row, and um, so th- so they're in a standing position, chest is leaned over, back is straight. They're rowing the dumbbells up, trying to work their back. I would say that ninety percent of people will do this exercise with this the following with the following thought process. What they're first going to think about is grabbing the weight and saying, "Okay, now I need to bring the weight up all the way." Then after that, they bring the weight down, and then. They do that a few more times. Next thing you know, they're just focused on getting the reps done and calling it good. That kind of execution and mental process is, it just leaves way too much room for error and lost potential. So rather, how you should think about your training is through a different thought process. You need to be doing this to kind of separate yourself from 90% of the people in the gym and actually seeing the results that you want to see especially when it comes to muscular tone and definition, increasing muscle mass, all of that stuff applies to what I'm talking about here today. Uh, so let's let's take that same example and let's say that person is doing that dumbbell row again. What you guys should be doing or what this person should be doing is saying, okay, one, 
I'm going to flex my black, my back, my black. I'm going to flex my back by bringing my shoulder blades together. Okay. So retracting shoulder blades, flexing that upper back. I'm going to continue flexing my upper back as the dumbbells come up. So first step, flex my back. Second step, row the dumbbells up as I continue flexing my back. And then what they'll notice is that the more those dumbbells come up, the more that person can retract their shoulder blades flexing their back. Obviously, you won't be able to flex it and contract it as much as, or uh, you won't be able to flex it and contract it the same when, you're, when your arms are up next to your side and shoulder blades are fully retracted versus when your arms are down towards the floor and your shoulder blades are not fully retracted. But it's all about that mental connection of saying, okay, first, before the weight even moves, I'm going to flex my back and bring my shoulder blades together. Then, as the dumbbells move up, as I begin to row, I'm going to continue flexing my back. And then as I get to the top, I'm going to keep my back as flexed as possible as the weights slowly come down. So, in reality, what you're doing is you have your back in this constant flex position, or I should say this constant contracted position. So those muscles in your back are constantly contracted, but what they're doing is they're contracted in different ranges of motion, right? So they're contracted more when the dumbbells come up and you're at the very peak of that row versus when the dumbbells are down at the floor, but your muscles are still contracted. I think a lot of people just tend to relax their back, shoulder blades stay rounded forward, and they just move the dumbbells up and down and nothing really gets done with the back. And you're just, I mean, you're just wasting time at that point. You're kind of doing a rear delt and bicep movement at that point. What we need to be doing, what all of us need to be doing, what you need to be doing when you're in the gym doing your exercises, you really need to think through what you're asking your body to do. Okay, when I'm doing a leg extension, I'm asking my quads to do the work and I'm trying to get connected with my quads. So I'm going to flex my quads even when my knees are bent and then I'm going to slowly kick my knee, my feet up, flexing that quad more and more and more and more and more and I'm going to keep it flexed as I slowly come down. It's not just some, you know, you're not just going through the motions where you're bringing your feet up and down, bringing your feet up and down. It's about having that muscle in a contracted state throughout that whole range of motion. You guys will be able to create a connection with your muscles and you'll be able to see more results because of that. That connection that you guys are going to create is allow you is going to allow you to feel your muscles, which is going to allow you to create a better connection with your body and down the road that's going to lead to better results. If I take someone that has a poor connection with their body and I have them do squats and I take someone who has a very good connection with their body and I have them do squats, same exact reps, same exact sets, same exact weight, the person that has a better connection with their body is going to get better results because they can command those muscles to fully contract and flex the way they, sh- the way they should be. Whereas the person um, before, person A, might just try to do the movement as efficiently as possible just going down and standing up, not actually thinking about squeezing their thighs, squeezing their quads, squeezing their glutes on the way up, and really getting a good connection with all of the muscles being worked. That is something you guys have to be paying attention to when you are resistance training, especially, one, if you don't want to waste your freaking time while you're in the gym, and two, if you really want to see the results that you're after. Now, I understand that there are times where it's really difficult to get connected. There are a lot of muscle groups that are hard to get connected to. Now, Obviously, let's say, I mean, there are two common muscle groups that I think people have a hard time getting connected to, and I would say that's, well, I'd say three, actually. It's their upper back, so retracting shoulder blades, getting connected with their lats, okay, and then their glutes as well. I think those are three areas of the, of the body that are, quote-unquote, asleep. Uh, not literally asleep, but they have a hard time activating that muscle 
or those muscle groups. So those are three things that I would say a lot of people have a hard time connecting with. And I understand that that is a reality. We don't all have the same body awareness and body connection um, that some other people do. But what we can do to work on that, especially to feel those muscles being worked in a certain lift, is what we can do is do an isolation exercise beforehand to kind of pre-exhaust that muscle or at least get connected with it and then go into the other movement where we're trying to feel that muscle group and work on our connection there. So let's take this into example. Let's say you are doing a squat and you're having a really hard time connecting with your glutes. You feel your quads taking over. You don't feel your glutes being activated whatsoever. Something that you could do is a glute isolation exercise before your squats, okay? Whether you do a few sets before the squats or you superset them with your squats, whatever. If you do some sort of isolation movement before the squats, that'll help you get connected a lot more. So that isolation movement could be glute bridges, weighted glute bridges, single leg glute march, any sort of isolation movement that is going to isolate those glutes and allow you to really feel and understand, oh, okay, this is what it's like for my glutes to be activated and flexed. And also for your body to understand, okay, this is how I need to move my body in order to activate my glutes. Then what you'll do is you'll be connected with that muscle after that isolation exercise, you'll go into your squats and you'll be able to better connect with that muscle because you you've, you've created this connection, you've created this engagement with it in the previous exercise. So that is one trick, one tip that I would have for you guys today when it comes to getting better connected with a muscle group. Do an isolation movement first, and then go into your main lift where you're struggling to fill that muscle group and focus on it um, from the connection that you made in that first movement. Another example, I talked about the lats. Lats, it's, it's a muscle group or it's a muscle um, that people have a really hard time getting connected to. And I think this is because of the forward shoulder syndrome, the upper cross syndrome, where we're looking at our phones all day, our computers, driving with our desk and our chin is put forward, our shoulders are rolled forward, all that stuff. And we have a hard time really bringing our shoulder blades back and bringing them down and depressing those shoulder blades. Uh, so it's a hard time to get connected with lats. One thing that you can do, and this is more of a visual thing, um, and it's it's a little bit harder to explain without some sort of video here, but uh, I'll do my best to try to explain it. So you could stick your arm out straight and put it on a surface that's about shoulder height. And what you wanna do is you wanna think about pushing through that surface where your wrist is or where your hand is, wherever you have your hand, and also bringing your elbow down towards the ground as well. When you do that and you hold it, you should feel that lat flex. The lat is that muscle that connects from your upper humerus, that upper arm, to the midsection of your body. And it, the purpose is to bring your upper arm closer to your body, um, wherever your arm is, whether it's to your side or out in front of you. It's designed to kind of bring that arm closer to your body. It's worked a lot during deadlifts, during um, uh, pull-ups, during any sort of lat pull-downs, dumbbell pullovers. That's, the, that's a big muscle that is being worked there. So you can kind of do an isolation exercise where you're pushing down on a solid anchor or someone's hands or a, or a shelf, whatever it is, and really focusing on bringing that elbow down to the ground and that wrist down to the ground, and you should feel a connection with that lat. Then you can take that over into your pull-ups, into your lat pull-downs, into your deadlifts, and focus on feeling that muscle group there because you um, kind of fired it up a little bit and you got engaged with it in that previous exercise. Because I know a lot of times, a lot of people do lat pulldowns and they're like, hey, I only feel this in my bicep. And the reason is because they keep their shoulder blades up, they keep their shoulders close to their ears, and then all they do is they bend that elbow, bringing that bar closer to their chin. So in that sense, they're doing the exercise, right? The bar is coming closer to the chin, but 
they're not really doing a good job of retracting or um, excuse me, depressing those shoulder blades, so bringing the shoulder blades down towards your tailbone and then squeezing those lats. So doing some sort of isolation movement for the lats will help you get better connected there. Uh, let's think of another one that people have a hard time getting connected with. The Oh, the upper back. I just mentioned the upper back. That's another one. An exercise you can do there. You can do reverse flies. You can do band rows. You can even do scat push-ups where your elbows, you're in a push-up position, hands on the ground, elbows are locked out, elbows are straight, and all you're doing is bringing your shoulder blades back, so letting your upper body fall to the ground, and then bringing it back up. Your elbows stay straight the whole time. You're just bringing your shoulder blades back as you let your body fall a couple inches and then coming back up. Practicing retracting those shoulder blades and bringing those shoulder blades together before you go into that upper back movement will help you get more out of that exercise. So let's say you're doing a cable row where you're seated and you really want to define and build a little bit of muscle and, and increase the tone in that upper back with your rhomboids, even outside your shoulders on your rear delts there, um, on the back of your shoulders, you want to kind of create uh, a better looking upper back. But you're having a hard time really filling those muscles. One thing you can do is a band row right before that. Slowly pull that band in, first step, bring those shoulder blades together. As those shoulder blades are retracted and that upper back is squeezed, you're slowly bringing your hands in, squeezing that upper back, and then slowly coming forward. Then you take that connection and bring it into your cable rows, trying to get the same effect and the same um, command from that upper back out of it. If the band is too much and you're not getting really, you're not really getting connected with it, you can just put your arms straight out in front of you, keep them straight, bring your shoulder blades together without bending your arms, squeeze for a few seconds, bring those shoulders forward again. Arms stay straight, shoulders come back, squeeze for a few seconds, and bring those shoulders forward again. Really working on bringing those shoulder blades together, try to have them touch each other, really squeezing that middle back. I always try to tell people that they should be pretending there's some sort of pencil or some sort of object in between their shoulder blades and they're trying to pinch that object in between their shoulder blades as they're doing their upper back exercise. So I realize I went off for a little bit, but that's just something that you guys need to keep in mind when you are resistance training. I can't stress it enough. Having a good connection with your body and having good body awareness is absolutely key when it comes to getting better results. So guys, I hope that helps you a little bit. A little bit. Please take that home with you. If you have any questions on it or if you have anything like, hey, I don't really know how to get connected with this muscle group. What could be going on? What can I do? Reach out to me. Send me an email. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. My email is adam at pullmanfitness.com. And then the Instagram handle is adam underscore pullmanfit. And guys, don't forget, Instagram is the place to go. There are some things that you can get out of there, value that you might not find on the podcast. So go ahead and give me a follow there. And that is also your place to send in questions that you would like to have answered on the podcast. A couple of times a week, I will post the question box up on my Instagram story. That way you guys can ask some questions uh, and get some quality answers on the show. If you like this show, like this episode, find another episode that you like, whatever the heck it is, feel free to share the love. Share this on your Instagram story via Spotify. I don't know if Apple Music can do it, but share it with your friends, family, send it in a text, send it to someone you feel would get some benefit from it. Um, and other than that, I appreciate it. I love all the support. Thank you guys for, for listening in and we'll see you in the next episode. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. 
If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.